Did he turn water into wine? Uh, no, I was waiting for that one. That, I, I will. I will. Rev- <laughs> I will reveal there was no water into wine, but they did make that joke during the series. Yeah. Welcome to episode one twenty. This episode two, see, we talk about impatient nerds rage, charred nuts, and Anton is a bad boy for life. I'm Al Flores. Yeah, man, it's on Duong. I even spelled life out of that. I even spelled life with a Y. <laughs> even though nobody <laughs> sees my notes. <laughs> wow. Well, I'm so I'm so used to a lot of the names right now that, you know, are replaced with a Y instead of an I. Like uh Lyft. Oh, uh, that's true. That's true. Yeah. The mm-hmm. uh Silicon Valley will do that to you. Yeah. All right, it's on. Uh <laughs> it's been about two weeks since we recorded. How is the mm-hmm. wife? Uh, dude, it's pretty crazy in the middle of the night for the past uh, week or so. The baby's been kicking a lot. It seems like he's nocturnal. <laughs> oh. Right around like one o'clock is when he starts kicking, kicking. And then, you know, um, wife's moved around a little bit. So it's kind of hard for her to sleep. But I mean, it's uh, kind of flattering during the daytime when he's napping. So uh, uh, she's able to get rest do during you, the day. Do you know if you were a, a calm sleeper? And I just, I wouldn't have just popped. There you go. Do you know if you were a calm yeah. sleeper when you were a baby? Uh, I'd say so. Okay. I hope so. I, I, like, I remember. So, yeah. I, I think I am a calm sleeper when I was little. Uh, something you might want to ask your parents because uh, I'm wondering if this is an indication that you and your wife are going to have a, a nice couple of nights of uh, not sleeping <laughs> once yeah. the baby comes. Well, well, from what my mom told me was that she would just leave me in the crib and I just sit there and just stare at things. <laughs> You're analyzing. <laughs> so, anyway. yeah. So, I, I, I think uh, our baby hopefully will be like that. Well, while you've been, well, while she's been uh, leveling up a little bun in the oven, uh, mm-hmm. I've been playing Pokemon Sword. Uh, I finally cracked it open, spent some time playing it. I Did you finish it? No, but actually it's, mm-hmm. I can tell the game is very focused on the playability rather than the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, because there is a couple times where I'm re- reaching the gym or the next gym, not really trying to level up or, or grind to get XP, and mm-hmm. I'm almost maxing out my 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 max level for like the, my Pokemon stops uh, listening to me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, so I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So I'm really just kind of switching up Pokemon. So it's it's, uh, I really th- would you say it's more balanced than the original uh, versions of the game? It's more friendly long term. So there's mm-hmm. a there's a wilderness area which has raids that pop up. There's different level Pokemon from like level ten up to like level. I think the highest one I've seen is like level forty in the wild. Mm-hmm. And you can just wander through any of those whenever you want. And it's a good way to get extra Pokemon. And if you get new Pokemon, you can level them up in the wild area. So it's pretty fun. Mm. Oh, very cool. Yeah. So uh, another question is, I don't know if you played. Um, Pokemon Eevee and Pikachu. Mm-hmm. Did you play any of those? Uh, yeah. P- uh, let's go Eevee. Yeah. How does it compare to that? Because I know that that type of version, you're mostly not battling as oh, much. Oh, you're you're basically throwing the Pokeball all the time, like the the app. No, this is Pokemon. This go. is back to basics. This is back to like the old mechanics that where you 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 encounter a Pokemon in the gra- tall grass and you battle it to weaken it and, and then capture it. Uh, so it's a battle system. Yeah. So that's how I like it. Very cool. I'm hooked on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I went to Knott's with my friends. It's always nice to to check out that small theme park, which I said it before. I'll say it again. They need to buy more land because uh, they're just building on top of each other at this point. It's very, uh, it's very land is very expensive at this point. I think they should have expanded beforehand. And I, I think we had this conversation before where they have a parking lot across the yep, street. Yep, yep, right behind it. That they can, yeah, they they can totally use that land and just build like a parking structure. Yeah, um, yeah, but it's just annoying, especially when they, like some areas are terrible funnels, and it just goes to show you how good Disney is at at creating a flow for people. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, Knotts has not mastered that, but I mean, mm-hmm. it's a good throwback for if you're Orange County, born and raised. Knotts is a good little reminder of your childhood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. True. Uh, last bit of update here from my from my side. Uh, me and my girlfriend got into uh, committing to reading books this uh, this year uh, more regularly. Um, mm-hmm. So is it a book club that you guys started? Kind of. Uh, we mm-hmm. went to Barnes and Noble and we got 
two books. Uh, I chose one and she chose one, but we kind of both agreed on it. Uh, mm-hmm. She chose The Handmaid's Tale. Um, and then mm. we're going to... I'm going to read it first and she's going to read it after she's done reading it. We're going to watch the show. Yeah. And then I chose uh, Red Moon by... Uh, uh, oh my God, I forgot his name. Saying Rob- Robinson. <laughs> Lee, Lee Stan Robinson? Stanley Lee Robinson? I forgot what it was. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Red Moon, which is about pretty much like the near future humans have already started colonizing the moon uh what happens when the first murder is committed on the moon and now you have to deal with like the the logistics of it like not just solving the crime but also which country has jurisdiction over the the murder is it the person that got victim is it the victim's country that can oh prosecute God, such a big headache <laughs> It's, but it's <laughs> I can imagine like whatever police officer or detective is actually doing that because um, that's such a nightmare. <laughs> it is. But, you know, it's going to ba- it's yeah. bound to happen, dude. The, I mean, the first crime like, is going to happen in space and we're going to have to face whose law mm-hmm. do we follow? Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's going to be interesting. I, I was surprised she was into it. She, she read the back and she's like she was down. So that's the one she's reading mm-hmm. now. So uh, more on those when uh, we start wrapping those up. Mm hmm. Uh, just I don't want to get too political, okay. but I am. Uh, I've been donating to the Yang Gang. I thought he. I thought he. Uh, he bailed. No, he did not. He, did he not? got. He. Oh. Okay. So here's the thing. I. I just want to you know straighten this out. He was supposed to be in the last debate, right? But then the DNC, which is like the Democratic. Uh, oh, they never screw over their own people. <laughs> <laughs> They have favorites. Yeah, they do. They so do, they do play favorites. the polls already like because to qualify for the last debate, you need to have five percent. Uh, yeah, you have to you have to have uh five percent of the voters that say that would vote for you, and also a certain amount of funding. Yeah, he he already got the funding way yeah. before Christmas, mm-hmm. and uh, he got the numbers way before Christmas too. But they didn't update it. Yeah, DNC never updated it because they're like, oh yeah, we're not going to update it because everyone's having holidays, so we're not going to do anything. But they ended up updating other people we, instead of him. We all so there. So we all we know. all know the DNC is going to choose either Biden or or Warren. It's yeah. it's going to be one of those two. And and right now, since Hillary got screwed over the last election, they're probably going to go Warren, regardless yeah, of all these so, debates. <laughs> so during the the last debate, everybody said um, the whole internet was talking about it, where they said it was really boring. And uh, on Twitter, he was trending like super hot trending. During the debate, because uh, all they said was, uh, we need Yang, we need Yang. And uh, on Twitter, I think he was like the third or fourth uh, trending besides the main hashtag for the debate. Mm-hmm. Um, so it raised a lot of awareness for him to see like, hey, wh- what's going on? So a lot of people actually Googled what happened. And uh, anyways, today in the polls, he went from 5% to 8%. He beat uh, Bloomberg. Mm-hmm. Mayor Bloomberg, right. um, and he—he's uh, only five points away from Warren, so he's currently fourth on the polls. Mm-hmm. Very surprising. Mm-hmm. So if he can get third, that's going to be a really big deal. He's this—he's this, he's this year's Bernie Sanders. He's this year's Bernie Sanders, disrupting what the, yeah. what was expected. Um, yeah. yeah, I—I I don't know how much you want to dive into it. Um, mm-hmm. I really uh, uh, should I. See, see, okay. the thing is, I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna put it out there. I would vote for Trump again because of the fact that uh, a lot of the business side stuff is good for my business. Yeah, you are a small business but, owner. Yeah, but on the other end, you know, morally, I know, I know, not, yeah. I know, <laughs> I, I know. It's yeah. yeah. Uh, people try to make it sound like it's a clear, it's a clear cut. It's, it's really not. It just depends yeah. on where your what, what your priorities are right now. So, I mean, if you ever have a chance, go to Yang2020, check out his website. There's a lot of policy that he talks about, which totally makes sense uh, to me. Uh, and especially the $1,000 every month really helps a lot of different things. And it really mows out other things, too. And there are downsides, but then those are also um, on the website how they're going to take care of that, too. But not trying to get too political. It's just very interesting to so, see someone who's not political that's running for president. Yeah, trying to make a world a better place. So, so, so you're part of the Yang Gang, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I am. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it's both Biden and Elizabeth Warren keep shooting each other in the. Uh, shooting themselves in the foot. 
and it's very funny to see that but like it's they do that in the traditional forums like the debates and all that uh Mm -hmm. biden with his weird answers and then elizabeth warren with her off-camera comments that still get captured but Mm -hmm. something that like has been happening this election didn't i didn't really see the other elections but I think Obama was probably the first one to started using social media as like a, a, a open open environment to speak. Now, hey, now I'm seeing like Yang is using PowerPoint. Exactly, nobody's doing well, that. No, not, <laughs> no, but like you just said right now, like he was on Twitter, like he was talking about it. He probably wasn't using uh, you know, a pocket pocket statements like other politicians mm-hmm. would use. He's probably actually giving his opinion. And mm-hmm. uh, I mean, one outlet that I've been seeing is like the Joe Rogan podcast. You had uh uh what's his name um oh my god the old guy blanking out why am i blanking his name bernie Bernie sanders uh he was on there and like he had an opportunity to like actually talk through what he wanted to talk to it wasn't just quick bites and he didn't sound as crazy as he does when they just give him uh, 10 seconds to give an answer (laughs) yeah so i I think a couple days ago they um on the joe rogan podcast they had he had someone that was um uh more of a supporter for bernie Mm mm-hmm but then uh, she's a reporter. She spent some time with Yang, and she's starting to move towards that way too. And uh, Joe feels the same way, which is very interesting. And oh. for him to, you know, really say a lot of good things about uh, Yang, it's is very to, interesting. To be fair, yeah. Go ahead. To be fair, Joe tends to uh, uh, flip and flop just to, just for the the sake of seeing both viewpoints. So. That's a surprise. Yeah, but he, he, <laughs> yeah, and he also, you know, put it out there that if if he had to choose his favorites, he he, he would choose Bernie. Yeah. Because he was on the show. Yeah. And and also Yang. Yeah. Um and he said fuck everybody else. <laughs> he said it on there too, which is kind of funny. Uh yeah, dude, how how crazy is this? Um Donald Glover uh-huh. endorses Yang. Yeah. Yeah, they 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 met up, they talked, and then they came up with the idea to have Dave Chappelle endorse him too. So next week, Dave Chappelle is doing uh, a show in South Carolina to um, endorse his campaign. Mm-hmm. So it's it's kind of really cool to see something like that happen. Yeah, and uh, yeah. <laughs> so for the past week, um, a lot of the senators have to go back to D.C. Mm-hmm. to. To, to be at the impeachment yeah process. yeah which oh my god that's so the yeah. impeachment process at this point it's such a waste of time like it's not going to get any right of the senate the republicans have majority there um unless there's some like seriously like damning evidence there's no other way to interpret it this is what it is mm-hmm. he broke the law mm-hmm. blah, blah blah no the, there's gonna the votes are gonna go down party lines mm-hmm. um and it's it's funny seeing the democrats complaining how the senate's handling this but at the same time, the House screwed over Republicans. So mm-hmm. it, it's it's such a freaking waste of money. It, if mm-hmm. it was done better, I'd be like more interested. But this is just like it's gonna go nowhere. By the time this mm-hmm. is over, it's election time. One way or another, mm-hmm. it's gonna happen. So, um, just to finish it off, uh, I, I I'm okay if Yang doesn't win. Um, it would be very cool to have him as vice president. I'm okay with that too. I can see that because he he yeah, has I, 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 he has the peoples. I can yep. I can totally see that. That's that's what I hope it to be. Uh, if it's but other than that, if it's Warren, yeah. I bet you it would be uh, Yang for vice president. Yeah, because mm-hmm. Biden is too. He, he's too. He's, he he steals focus too much, and mm-hmm. I don't think Biden's gonna be want to be VP again. And then Bernie is just too much. Uh, he's too contiguous with with Warren. So I mean, you have the you would have the first uh, potential. Well, I mean, against Trump, uh, a good chance of another uh, the first female president, and now the first Asian vice president. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, Anton, yeah. uh, ready to get into news? Even though that was kind of news. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> into news all right uh speaking of older fancy people and top hats and monocles uh planters peanuts has aired uh they're calling a pre-super bowl commercial uh some people were calling it a super bowl commercial got leaked early um of mr peanut wesley snipes it's intentional and uh i'm i forgot the other person uh they were in there doing a road trip and uh mr peanut oh they end up on a branch of the on over a cliff 
and Mr. Peanut sacrifices himself to save the other two people. Uh, it's a very dark commercial. <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like there was no, like, there was no way that they were gonna let people go. Like, oh, he could have still survived because they made that line. They're like, maybe he's still okay. And then where Mr. Peanut landed, this giant explosion. Yeah. So, uh, Bill Hader is the voice of Mr. Peanut, right? I have, I've never heard Mr. Peanut talk. Actually, I don't know. Mr. Peanut. And let's see, Bill Hader. Mr. Uh, but I mean, this if this is a pre-Super Bowl commercial, they're clearly trying to set up a series of commercials uh, for the Super Bowl. You know how they do like those multi multi commercial or multi part commercials. Yeah. Yeah. For um, is it the new Mr. Peanut? Uh, I I haven't seen the commercial yet. No, I, he doesn't talk. I he doesn't talk in the commercial. So yeah, that's Bill Hader's uh, Mr. Peanut. I think. Okay, so maybe the uh, we'll see. Uh, I'm I, when I posted the story on Instagram and another social media uh, at the two OC. Uh, I made a comment saying, "Is this pla- is this Planters trying to promote uh, Planters extra roasted peanuts?" <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, the official NFL snack. Nuts. Ro- dark roasted nuts. <laughs> All right. Uh, moving on to uh, other news stories here. Uh, mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 27.7 that was supposed to come out this spring has been postponed. Uh, CD Projekt Red announced uh, that the Cyberpunk 27 will be delayed until September because there's still work to be done. Uh, the original release date was supposed to be April 16th. And for people that don't yeah. know what Cyberpunk 2077 is... This is the one where you've seen Keanu with his sunglasses uh, on the cover. <laughs> uh, what was it? Uh, breathtaking. Breathtaking. That's the <laughs> that's the, the 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 adjective they're using for the game. No, um, no. When uh, Keanu came out to announce the the date, oh, they're like, "You're breathtaking." He's like, "You're breathtaking." <laughs> yeah, slick. <laughs> Um, so I think uh, I'm I'm okay with that. Uh, they did say that they finished the game completely; it's playable, but they do want to add some extra tweaks to make it perfect. Mm-hmm. That's all they wanted to do. Um, yeah, I mean, at this point, you've invested this much into a project. If you have the ability to improve it with some tweaks mm-hmm. that you have under control, why not? Yeah, and uh, they they do um, they made some really popular games. CD Projekt Red made uh, Witcher, right? Yeah. CD project yeah they made a witcher and you know it's a good game everybody loves uh likes that game we need to play that actually i don't know if you played it yet no but i, I think we should play that. yeah i'm gonna try it out mm-hmm. all right mm-hmm. i thought uh next story here you uh the netflix me yes uh the netflix okay. series you uh has been mm-hmm. officially renewed for season three nice so, yay for you you fans yeah yeah there's a big cliffhanger at the end so i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to What's going to happen next? Uh, based on what my girlfriends told me, there's cliffhangers on at the end of each season. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, next story here. Billie Eilish is signed on to do the theme song with Hans Zimmer for the next James Bond movie, No Time to Die. What sounds pretty epic to me. I mean, considering her tone of songs mm-hmm. and the title of the next James Bond movie, no, next uh, James Bond movie, No Time to Die, they seem to match up. <laughs> yeah. It, she's uh, <laughs> the tone is very um, ominous how do you say it yeah dark ominous. Like dark ominous kind of feel to it yeah it, it sounds like good music to go to sleep to but also at the same time you can get nightmares yeah 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 uh well i thought i took this out but maybe i missed it uh next story here expedition unknown uh has done a spin-off series expedition x and x yes oh, x. <laughs> uh so the next season expedition unknown starts in on february 5th on discovery and expedition x is gonna start february 12th and expedition mm-hmm. x is kind of i guess it's gonna be like a on location or they're gonna like a quick series um and they hired two people to be the the correspondents i guess for josh mm-hmm. gates uh first one being phil torres from ready set pet i'm guessing it's like mm-hmm. an animal planet show and Jessica Chobot from Nerdist News and BattleBots. And uh, IGN? Yeah, IGN. Oh, that's way back, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. And you're a big fan of her, too, which well, is uh, kind of cool. Not just IGN, but I think she used to do the, the Xbox News things, too, back for uh, 360. Oh, yeah. I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was way back. Yeah. Too. Yeah, I didn't know that she was uh, in her 40s now. That's kind of crazy. You know what? If you listen to her other podcasts... Actually, no. When she was on a uh, uh, Nerdist, uh, the podcast with, uh, oh my God, what's, um, geez, I'm blanking on his name. Uh, the guy from the guy that did the the Talking Dead. 
Oh, I know Chris Harwick. Chris Harwick. Chris Harwick. Yeah, there you Jeez, go. Jeez, I'm bad with names tonight. Uh, <laughs> yeah, when back when uh, ID10T was Nerdist, uh, just Nerdist podcast, uh, she talked about how she was getting. She's she's always been preparing herself. Like she's not clueless to know that like the in this industry in the entertainment industry especially in the tech world Mm -hmm. once you hit 35 as a woman your career is very limited like the Mm -hmm. entertainment industry already looks for younger people for some reason guys continue to have a good career because i guess guys just look more mature and wiser uh but women okay no but i'm serious like i mean if you look at at, at age reporters really like maybe you could name like three or four women in the you know hardcore news world but there's way more guys they can name uh, in that same industry, uh, and sure. she's saying like in the in the tech world, it's very male geek controlled. So they're gonna hire hot younger tech correspondents. Mm-hmm. Uh, so she's been planning. I mean, she, she, I mean, props to her. She's been planning her exit from Nerdist years in advance. I mean, mm-hmm. this is at the top of her career at Nerdist, and she was already thinking about like, how are they gonna screw me over? <laughs> Which guess what? Yeah. They did screw her over. <laughs> yeah i i saw who they hired yeah um but i i guess it's a you know a win-win situation for her too because she's doing what she loves yeah. and uh you know she always had a passion for doing something that's out of the ordinary which is um um something like um traveling mm-hmm. and uh discovering things and having adventures yeah so it, it's right up her alley yeah uh what, what was it that just happened in vegas was it cnet mm-hmm. uh, uh the ces, CES. yeah so yeah. uh yeah she was yeah. at ces uh and she just happened to run into josh gates and this is before the announcement she posted on her instagram look who i ran into guess i better do some expeditions with him or something like that i was like that's a really <laughs> random post and then uh-huh, two weeks uh-huh. later this comes out like oh okay she he probably went there as a guest with her or whatever and then because they were already friends they've been working together mm-hmm. you know so it's just funny kind of cool yeah i mean she she left nerdist in august and i guess during that time she was probably pitching ideas with uh, different studios and i mean I, I guess they came out to be i mean leaving in august the show premieres mm-hmm. in february Usually, she probably has been working on stop. I don't think she's had a, a moment mm-hmm. to, to stop. So mm-hmm. uh, I noticed that she did start her uh, traveling vlog, and I guess she probably used that vlog while she was doing just the show. Yeah, well, that's good. We just uh, we just didn't know about. We it. didn't know the association there. All mm-hmm. right, Anton, what's going on in the world of Pokemon? Okay, so <laughs> Netflix and Pokemon is working together to revive a classic movie from our childhood. And uh, it's not just a regular revive anime. This is CGI, uh, computer animated revive. And it, I, it's kind of different. Uh, it, it's the same exact story with some tweaks to make it uh, stand out a little bit more. So I'd say this is a uh, um, so are there, a really big surprise to see something like this happen. So are they remaking the Pokemon the first movie? Yeah. Just, yeah okay. Yeah. Yes. I don't know if they're just retelling mm-hmm. the story. Uh, yeah. That's cool. So like just an updated effects. Yeah, up- updated effects, and I think they're trying to you know um, revive the the, the storyline for kids who <sighs> haven't seen the old ones. And uh, I have a feeling they're trying to go towards. A, a easier way to animate by doing uh cg mm-hmm. so i mean uh, re- I, i'm guessing they're gonna go that route and have like a whole series I, I wouldn't be surprised if this is just something where they uh are testing the waters mm-hmm. to probably do a whole entire series on on netflix i mean really that once you get the 3d models created the rest mm-hmm. is somewhat easy the 3d models is really mm-hmm. what takes the work to design and and render so mm-hmm. yeah i mean i can see the benefit there if they can get the the stuff together yeah i have a feeling that's what's going to happen because netflix has uh the funding this year for 17 oh, billion they're, dollars they're throwing so much money especially with that with yeah. uh, disney plus out yeah last year was 10 billion but they upped it by an extra seven this year yeah no so mm-hmm. excited to see what's going to happen dude this year's going to be crazy netflix is getting desperate they've been doing some changes especially to how they're mm-hmm. reporting viewership mm-hmm. uh if you notice and w- we didn't add it here but they're saying that witcher is their uh becoming their fa- their their biggest first season viewership ever it's basically their game of thrones but they changed how mm-hmm. they count views so before 
they would only count it as a view if people watch more than I believe 60 or 70 percent of the episode or movie. Now they're doing something called uh, chose to watch, which as long as I clicked play, even mm-hmm. if I bailed out within the first minute, they counted as me mm-hmm. watching it. Mm-hmm. So they're kind of bending the numbers here. So I don't know how that counts counts against them stock wise, but uh, I just that just well their stocks are going up. <laughs> it's going up for the past couple of days. It's going, it's up. going uh-huh. up, but I mean this is easily you know it could be seen as uh, defrauding investors. Uh, mm-hmm. by skewing numbers but uh we'll mm-hmm. see uh that's that just screams of desperation to me mm-hmm. uh all right so moving on to some star wars news uh this has been trending today so kathleen kennedy was trending because the obi-wan kenobi series for disney plus has been put on hold quote-unquote indefinitely uh mm-hmm. there's a lot of people asking for kathleen kennedy to uh quit uh kathleen said that they are postponing the series because they aren't really happy with the story. Mm-hmm. Uh, so until they can get a good solid story that they can be proud of, they're going to hold off on it. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I'm for. Okay, so uh, okay, I, I, I say it makes more sense. The only reason why is because of what uh, happened with 9, episode 9. Oh. Yeah. Um, and uh, did you hear, oh, that's something that we didn't add in here. Uh, there was a, a script of the Colin Trevorrow script. Did you hear we, about that? I, I, you talked about it last episode a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. How drastically different that that script was. Uh, pretty much, there was mm-hmm. no Palpatine, right? There's no Palpatine. There's no Palpatine. Mm-hmm. Uh, the I forgot some of the key points I did here after the episode uh, after we recorded the episode. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody was uh, scattered. Uh, they're not together as a group. Um, they're going on each separate important mission. Yeah, so I think because of that, um, a lot of people online did say a couple of things where they wanted to to have certain things in there, uh, and they hoped that they 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 wanted to see something more. Um, but yeah, I I guess maybe because of that, they're trying to rework it and probably get some more input from Dave Filoni. Uh, but John Favreau, you know. Yeah, oh yeah, John John Favreau has proven himself for both Marvel and Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. But really, like, there's no their back was against the wall, and I think this goes. This is more for production scheduling. If if mm-hmm. they didn't set their target date for 2020 to keep a pace of movies, mm-hmm. keep it fresh in the audience, they probably could have had more time. They probably could postpone postpone it another two years or so uh, to develop a better story. But really, like. You know, once Carrie Fisher's uh, uh, passed away, they had to, you know, d- develop a new story, new script, uh, scrapped, which apparently was a lot of what they've had written um, yeah, yeah. and just throwing something together. And I think that's why we got so much fan service uh, in episode nine was because they're like, if we can't get the, give them the story we wanted to give them, at least give mm-hmm. fans some fan service. Yeah, so I'm gonna skip one uh, one topic ahead because okay, we're already in this topic already. So Star Wars Clone Wars season seven, the finale. This is also pissing people so, off. <laughs> why is that? Oh, the trailer. Um, so the, there's a there's a there's a clip in the trailer where it shows Padme talking to Anakin, and she's mm-hmm. holding her stomach, showing that she's pregnant. Mm-hmm. But that screws up the canon because. He doesn't learn about her being pregnant until later on in episode three. Okay, I, I didn't notice yeah. that part, but <laughs> <laughs> that was the rage I saw okay. for that one. I was I was excited okay. for the season season seven announcement. So so since the whole break in between the last time we recorded, I finally caught up. Oh, I finished all one, two, three, four, five, six. I finished it all the way through six. Yeah. And, uh, dude, I'm going to have to tell you, the, the story in this is so rich. And wa- by watching this and seeing all the movies up to now, I appreciate a lot of the, mm-hmm. the characters that are in it and the big surprises in between the movies. Even the, even um, just the little, like, story, like, little throw-ins they, they give and then really put a spotlight to it. Just a little thing for the fans yeah. to spot. And even when I'm playing the 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 Jedi Fallen Order game, mm-hmm. I was surprised with some of the stuff that I've seen in here. Like playing the game and then watching this is like, oh wow! If I watched this, I could have caught all those 
different characters that it's all and it's and, all part of the design yeah that now you, now yeah. you have and, to rewatch and, it and replay it <laughs> yeah and then uh saw guerrera yeah he makes an appearance yeah it's crazy it blows my mind dude like like so many characters that you really care about is being you know put into different places did you and i, I really appreciate did that. you um I, i'm i'm blanking out on her name um I think this is in Rebels, or I can't. I'm blanking out. Uh, but this is, who's the character? Uh, uh, well, spoiler alert first if you haven't seen Mandalorian. Um, but there's uh that leader of the the man the Mandalorians during the during the war, like the she the, oh, the female. I think it's the sister. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Does that ring a bell? I I think it's the sister, the forger in in Mando. Yeah, yeah. I think she's the sister of you know who. Yeah, I don't know, but that's that's what they're kind of like hinting at, and like how great of a of a twist would it be uh in in the series mm-hmm. or in the in the animated series uh it's uh katie sackoff the the, the, the voices her oh, and okay. after the announcement of that they've that they started filming uh season two of mandalorian katie mm-hmm. sackoff posted uh i have just done the most amazing thing in my career i can't talk much about it but it's effing amazing <laughs> let me check uh so i i mean if that's the biggest reveal there that the the forger is actually katie sackhouse mando mando character in real life or not real life but like in live action mm-hmm. that just it shows you how great of a job they're doing of connecting the star wars universes or star wars series in the star wars universe let's see she was yeah yes <laughs> I, I that's the character what's her what's yeah, her what's her I, name I what's so. her name in the in the series in the animated series okay spo- spoiler alert whoever you know watches it later on or skip probably 10 seconds ahead from now uh bo bo katan yeah yeah was, that's one thing I had. that's really cool it's funny i was watching it with julie and then i was like Oh my God! That's the forger. That's the forger. Well, the, she's like, well, they're trying to. Yeah, uh, they're trying to explain. Uh, it, it's one of the theories that came up with it because of the dark lightsaber or the dark saber. Mm-hmm. Uh, saying like the that's how he got it. He recently, uh, um, Moff Gideon, uh, mm-hmm. stole it that the on that planet. Like when they when they when mm-hmm. they raided and and scattered the Mandalorians in the Mandalorian. Uh, mm-hmm. that's one of the objects he stole from them was the dark saber. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, it just gets me more excited for season two. Yeah, really excited. All right. Uh, <laughs> all take right. It, so taking a step back yeah, in the story. Amazing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, yes. just really quick here, Disney has started to remove the Fox logo, uh, from anything that's having to do with uh Fox, uh, twenty first uh, century Fox or Fox Searchlight uh, Productions moving forward. So you'll still see a 21st century logo, but just no Fox underneath it. Mm-hmm. And then same thing with Searchlight. Yeah, Searchlight too. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton. Uh, we also got a, a, a nice Marvel trailer about a week and a half ago. Mm-hmm. Sony trailer. Is it Sony? It's still Marvel, right? Yeah. It's still MCU. They're, I mean... Associated okay. with okay. Marvel. Okay, good point. <laughs> yeah, so Morbius. This is a really big surprise. A lot of people thought it was just a Morbius character... Uh, movie. Marvel movie, yeah. um, and a lot of people already knew that you know it comes from the Spider-Man uh, series, but according to like the Sinister set, uh, Six, yeah, he he was a very minor character that was in one of the comics, so it, he was a big surprise to a lot of people because they didn't expect him to be in the Spider-Man uh, universe so early, yeah. And uh, I, I guess it makes sense because Sony is trying to do their own their own Avengers type of series of movies. Well, we knew they were trying to work on some sort of Sinister Six uh, mm-hmm. uh, series, but just the fact yeah. that they are just from the the teaser trailer showing that it is in fact in uh, Tom Holland's Spider Man universe got people super amped, and it's a really quick throwaway yeah. two scenes. Uh, one is when. Uh, Jared Leto's Jared Leto is walking through an alley. In the background, you see Spider-Man action shot poster, uh, mm-hmm. and then the other part is the um, Vulture. Mm-hmm. Uh, for whatever reason, he's in the he's in the movie. He looks kind of scientific, mm-hmm. so we'll see what his what his role is. But yeah, mm-hmm. this is this is a nice buildup of what Sony's trying to do with the Spider-Man property. Yeah, and what will blow my mind, like completely blow my mind. Is if uh, all of the other Spider Mans from the Sony will be like connected somehow? Spider Verse, like an alternate universe. Yeah, yeah. 
that would be freaking crazy to bring Tobey Maguire back. Uh, did we? And uh, did, did we talk about like, Spider Man? Spider Man into Spider Verse Two is in production. Yes. Oh, uh, I can't. I couldn't yeah. remember. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it would be interesting to bring back uh, uh, Andrew Garfield. So yeah, yeah, that would be really crazy. Uh, I'm curious, even if it's like a little like after after credit scene that has no like connection to a sequel, just little. Yeah, similar to. Did you see that clip recently with the uh, the Flash meeting the Flash? Oh crap! Yes. Uh, oh my <laughs> god! I I I want to see because I, I missed it on TV. Crisis on Infinite. Yeah, Earth. their their crossover series yeah. that that uh, DCEU does for their CW ser- shows. Mm-hmm. Um, so this confirms that it is connected. But they're connected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all crazy. Uh, also, it's good promotion for. Uh, that you know the Flash to for the next Flash movie, which mm-hmm. I I was excited at first. I was about to hear about Flashpoint, but the Flashpoint has been done so many freaking times at this point. <laughs> yeah, well, Ezra, I think uh, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but I think he probably finished the script and probably uh, uh, got a green light. There, there hasn't been uh, anything said, but I'm hoping I've heard production if. I think it's production won't even start until 2022. Oh wow! For if that if everything goes well, so I mean yeah. we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, but that goes back to like the DC really trying to each you know plan out what they're gonna do since it, since yeah, they failed. Uh, all right, Anton. Uh, one last quick story before I let you take over for award season here. Uh, mm-hmm. Marvel Captain Marvel two has started production uh, production development, and this is super early on. They don't even have a director tied to it yet. Um, but mm-hmm. just the fact that, you know, we're, uh, Brie Larson's about to get back to work, uh, it's mm-hmm. good sign here. <laughs> yeah, busy lady. Yeah. All right. So, Golden Globes happened, SAG Awards happened, um, and then Oscar nominations. So, let's go with the first one <clears throat> on the list, Golden Globe Surprises. Let's let's go ahead and go with that. Uh, I mean, there's a lot of awards that were handed out that night, but what surprised you? I got to be honest, all these awards ran together for me. I have no idea how to differentiate between them. They all kind of, all the announcements <laughs> kind of went back to back, and I didn't know if uh-huh. uh, shows were talking about one or the other. So I'm going to let mm-hmm. you take lead on this one. <laughs> okay. So let me bring up the list here Golden uh, Globe winners. <clears throat> okay. So. That doesn't help. Uh, that's not the <laughs> list. There we go. That's the list. Okay, so best motion picture. Did you see 1917? No, and that's. I, I by the point you need to. See I know that. by the time I catch up my movies that I want to see, it's probably gonna be out of theaters. But it is something I want to see in theater in Dolby because that those war movies look amazing. It it yes. will, will yes. sound amazing. I should say. Yeah, I did that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So 1917 won. And as soon as they won, everybody wanted to go see the movie. But it didn't come out until two days after, or three days after the Golden Globes. So, it was a big hit. When I went to the movie theaters, it was totally packed. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, amazing movie. Uh, I, would, I wouldn't say too much on it, because I mean, you, know, you need to see World it War I, we know who won. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, I, I'm, I'm not surprised that it won. It, it was a very technical film. Uh, the Irishman didn't win, but it did get nominated because uh, I I think the performances were really good. Mm-hmm. Um, Joker probably would have won if it wasn't for 1917. Yeah. Uh, Marriage Story um, was good, but not good with enough. Black Widow and uh, uh, Kylo Ren. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a crossover! <laughs> yeah, they had a kid together. Um, uh, Thanos. <laughs> yeah. Ray would be really mad. Uh, sure. the, the Two Popes, uh, Netflix film. We didn't really get to see that because it looks pretty boring. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Based on the true story. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. So best motion picture that is a musical or comedy. Uh, Once Upon a Time won. Mm-hmm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, to yeah. be exact. Uh, it was up against Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out. Rocket Man and Dolomite is my name. Uh, okay, um, first of all, is that really a surprise that a Holly a movie about Hollywood won a movie award? Hey, it's a good. Movie. I know, but I think Jojo Rabbit got screwed on that one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was a good movie too. Um, but yeah, 
Okay, um, just go through some of the best actor uh, performances. So, actress in a drama was Renee Zellweger. Uh, I was okay in that. Mm. Uh, I haven't seen Judy, the movie, but uh, I'm happy for her. Uh, out of the other people that were nominated, I thought it would have been Scarlett that would have won mm-hmm. from a marriage movie. So, I, I thought she got snubbed Or there. Jojo Rabbit. But, uh, <laughs> or Jojo <laughs> Rabbit. Uh, but best performance by an actor in a motion picture, uh, jo- Joaquin Phoenix takes it as uh, Joker. Um, didn't really like his speech, but he was really straightforward, and I guess probably because he was drunk. Um, Is which award was it where he gave credit to uh, or gave a shout out to uh, um, all the actors? Yeah, well, to uh, um, Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger. That was the uh, SAG Awards. Yeah. I'm like, that's yeah. He he wasn't he wasn't drunk there. He was buzzed, but he wasn't drunk. Yeah, at the Golden Globes, he was yet. Drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he was up against uh, Christian Bale, Antonio Banderas, Adam Driver. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, Jonathan the Joker Price. was against Batman. <laughs> yeah it's funny yeah, that's hilarious <laughs> yeah but uh yeah i'm pretty happy for that not big of a surprise he did a really good um performance mm-hmm. so best performance by an actress in a motion picture musical or comedy this was a really big surprise um did you hear who won on this one uh no, no. nope okay <laughs> so let's see if you can guess this one so in this category it's anna de armas from knives out okay Kate Blanchett from Where'd You Go, Bernadette. Mm. Uh, Beanie Feldstein from Booksmart. Uh, Emma Thompson from Late Night. And uh, Aquafina in The Farewell. I'm going to go Emma Thompson. Surprisingly, no. It is Aquafina. Really? Wow. It is a big surprise. I, I didn't even know. Uh, but then uh, w- when I saw the news, I, I actually skipped on watching this. Yeah. Because it's better to watch. I, I mean, I felt like Emma Thompson was really like 2019 was her year or so. Yeah. Um, yeah. I thought so too. But Aquafina. Yeah. Uh, also, yeah. Aquafina has a new series coming out of, what's it called? Nora from Brooklyn or Nora from the Bronx? I don't know. Queens. Queens. There you go. Something, something yeah. in New York. I don't know. I'm, I'm a West Coaster. <laughs> yeah. All right. So uh, surprisingly, she didn't get nominated for the Oscars. Uh, so it's kind of. Womp womp. Mm, womp womp. All right, so best performance by an actor in a motion picture, musical, or comedy. Um, let's see if you can guess this one. So Daniel Craig from Knives Out, Eddie Murphy in uh, Dolomite is my name, Leonardo DiCaprio from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Roman Griffin Davis from Jojo Rabbit, the one that plays the kid, mm-hmm. and uh, Taron Egerton, Rocket Rocketman. I'm going to go with Taron because it's still kind of performance-wise. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yes, yeah, it yeah. is. Yeah. Who doesn't? Yeah, yeah. come on. <laughs> it's a big surprise there because, I mean, he's he's very new to the Hollywood scene. And I, I thought it was going to be Leo or Daniel that was going to win. But uh, th- that's interesting to see uh, someone this young to take it. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so best performance by an actress in a supporting role in any motion picture. Um, you probably would guess this, but there there is some really great actresses in this one. So we've got Margot Robbie, Bombshell, Jennifer Lopez, Hustlers, Annette Benning, The Report, Kathy Bates, Richard Jewell, uh, Laura Dern, Marriage Story. Anybody but J-Lo. <laughs> Anybody, <laughs> Anybody but J-Lo. But J-Lo. <laughs> Did you see Hustlers? Uh, no, but it's... <sighs> Just go. Just, okay. just go. All right. What'd you do about? Uh Laura Dern takes it. Uh she did okay. marriage stuff. Okay. Um, yeah. So I'm pretty happy that she won. All right, last one. Um best performance by an actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. Uh we got Al Pacino from Irishman. We got Brad Pitt from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Uh we got Anthony Hopkins in The Two Popes. We got Joe Pesci from The Irishman. We got Tom Hanks in uh Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Uh, uh, somewhere between Pitt and uh, oh, who was after Brad Pitt? Uh, Brad Pitt was uh Anthony Hopkins. I'm gonna go Hopkins. Hopkins. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> See, I was really surprised. I uh, no, you know what? <laughs> out of that whole that's what I, that's what I was like I was between Pitt and Anthony Hopkins. I'm like, ah, uh, I feel like Anthony Hopkins has more support in Hollywood than Pitt does. But wow, mm-hmm. yeah. Again, Hollywood movie wins. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, so another big surprise to me was, uh, well, not really big of a surprise. Uh, best motion picture in a foreign language was Parasite. So I was really happy about that. That one. Um, I, best director. I said, that one I did hear Go about because my girlfriend's like, mm-hmm. see, I told you we should have watched it. <laughs> Dude, it's I know. Good. I know. We're, we're probably going to watch it this uh, this week. Uh, she made me promise. Dude, you have to go see it. It freaking blows my mind. Okay. Uh, best director. Um, you got Sam Mendes, 1917. Bong Joon-ho, Parasite. Todd Phillips, Joker. Martin Scorsese, uh, The Irishman. Quentin Tarantino, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It goes to Sam Mendes for 1917. It's a very technical film. Okay. So I think that's why he won. Okay. Uh, all right. So I'm going to skip everything else. <laughs> we'll go to the next one, which is the SAG Awards. Okay. Mainly for actors. Uh, See, this is why they all run together for me. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. Okay, so I'm just going to go to the main ones. I'm going to skip everything okay. else. Uh, let's see. SAG winners. Um, 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 why is it? Oh, okay, okay, makes sense. Okay, so the biggest award of the night uh-huh. is uh, usually uh, outstanding performance by a cast in the motion picture. Um, like the whole entire cast, like who has the best ensemble right. overall? Overall, Avengers, go for it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish that was on here, but it's not. It has everybody. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, uh, Jojo Rabbit, Parasite, Bombshell, The Irishman, Hollywood. No, wait, no, 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 uh, uh Irishman, no, really, Parasite, wow. Biggest award of the night. Uh, that is the I, 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 best cast. I, I was thinking, okay, so I was thinking either Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because again Hollywood story about Hollywood, or mm-hmm. uh, Irishman just because it has so Irishman. many like old school actors in it that like have friends. I thought so in the, too. In the award, I thought yeah. so too. You should watch uh, the the acceptance speech of the whole cast. It's it's very uh, humbling and it's funny. Um, but uh, yeah, other than that, dude, I was really surprised that they mm-hmm. won. Like against those amazing people, uh, that's just crazy yeah, to me. Yeah, that's a big, that's a big upset. Yeah, yeah. Uh, outstanding performance by a female actress, Renee got it on that one. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in the leading role, Joaquin Phoenix. That's the one that you saw. Uh, that uh, that speech that he did mm-hmm. was very heartwarming. Much better than what he did in the Golden Globes, and uh, I was pretty happy with that. Mm. Yeah, really happy that he uh, said some really amazing things. Yeah, uh, outstanding performance by a female actor in a supporting role is Laura Dern again. Uh, outstanding performance by a male actor in a supporting role, Brad Pitt, and he also has a really good speech too. So if you have a chance to go see that, um, I highly recommend that. Mm-hmm. Other than that. Uh, I'm skipping everything else. Okay. <laughs> right. So Oscars, you know a little bit more about that one. I'm guessing. Yeah. So Oscars is one of those that <laughs> I want to do, and I, I haven't done nothing for it. But I asked you if we wanted to do another Oscar uh, challenge, Oscars challenge, where uh-huh. we, we we list out the awards and the nominees, and uh, mm-hmm. we send it out. Well, we pick out who we think is going to win, and just compare and contrast mm-hmm. who wins. Uh, mm-hmm. Still done. When, when, are the, when are the Oscars? Uh, the Oscars are in. Unless he's in February. February 9th. So we still have okay. time. Um, probably on our next episode, we'll have a list. Um, I can, before I can put together this, I can put day. together the list. I'll probably do like a Google Docs or something, and we can also send it out to mm-hmm. our uh, movie draft friends to see what they think. Yeah. So the format that we're going to do is uh, top 10 and then uh, whoever has the closest to however many um, subtracts uh, certain points. Do you want to do that way? I'll make the list. I'll let you set up the rules. (laughs) Okay. All right. I don't don't want any more spreadsheets. (laughs) (laughs) All All right. Uh, All right. So that's it for news. That was a very long segment this week. Uh, So let's get into streaming. This is is where our two week... uh, uh, format is starting to pay, uh, not pay off. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah. Streaming. All right. Uh, so Netflix released a new mini series uh, called Messiah. Uh, this happened, mm-hmm. I believe, beginning of January. Uh, I don't have the exact date. Uh, so pretty much it's the story of a CIA officer investigating 
this one guy that's been popping Middle East, slowly been building up a following, and people are saying that he is the Messiah. Uh, it's very interesting. Like he starts doing these uh, unbelievable things. But you don't really see him do it. And there's illusions. Illusion. There's a lot of people that think it's illusions. It's funny because there's even a uh, uh, when they're doing a broadcast of some of the stuff he's doing, um, they have a magician <laughs> interviewed by the news. Um, and it's a great series because I I mean, really, this is what anybody would imagine uh, would happen if I mean, if you believe in Jesus, if Jesus came back. This is probably what would happen. Either A, they would, people will see them as some sort of cult leader, or B, he'd be seen as crazy. Did he turn water into wine? Uh, no, I was waiting for that one. That, I, I will, I will, rev- <laughs> I will reveal there was no water into wine, but they did make that joke during the series. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's one of those series that, like, each episode, and it's only 10 episodes, uh, you mm-hmm. don't, you think you figured it out, and then they twist it on you. And you kind of go back and forth mm-hmm. every episode or two. Uh, I, me and my girlfriend binged it on one season, on one weekend, dude. It's, mm-hmm. it's like about 40 to 50 minutes an episode. And we binged all 10 episodes in, in one weekend. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I would recommend it. Uh, it stars uh, Michelle Monaghan. Uh, you might remember her from such great movies like Pixel with Adam Sandler. Uh, <laughs> Wait. So is this uh, real or fake it's fake it's fake it's a it's a yeah it's, oh, it's, okay. not, it's not a it's not a documentary uh, documentary okay. uh and the guy playing al masai who's the title character mm-hmm. messiah uh is played by madi defby debbie debbie i can't <laughs> say why do i even try to say that um yeah dude it's very it's very interesting um if you're religious or just have a background in religion uh this would be a good one for for you to check out mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Uh, next one here is <laughs> the documentary of Aaron Hernandez. Uh, I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of stuff by going back and forth for this one. Uh, so for those of you who don't know who Aaron Hernandez is, uh, he he's Mexican. Well, <laughs> I mean, he's not Mexican, but he's Hispanic. Uh, he <laughs> is a former uh, Patriots uh, tight end. Um, he was convicted of. Well, he was on trial for murder. And during the trial process, he uh, more starts, more stuff started coming out. Uh, apparently, not only did he did he kill, is he alleged to kill one person? He's also connected to another double murder uh, in Florida, and it's yeah, oh, no. that's where I live. Yeah, you, you probably <laughs> remember this. If, if, if we, when there's, yeah. I mean, all this stuff is really like 2006 and up. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so it's. It's a great documentary because it shows uh, different points of view from the same stuff. And even stuff like even mm. I knew I had to follow football. I knew who he was. I knew what happened. It still threw some stuff at me that I was like, holy crap, I, this is new to me. <laughs> Whoa, yeah. really? Well, I think that's the thing with uh, a lot of these um, these a- accusations and all these cases. A lot of the details don't really get put out that much because no, they, they needed to use those details for the case. Yeah, and this is something I told my girlfriend. I'm like, because something we love. To, we, this is like a perfect documentary for us because it's about football and also true crime. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. It was something that I told her that it's something that was the trial kind of went on and on, and I, that's one reason I didn't know there was two trials for the different mm-hmm. murders because I thought it was just dragging on. <clears throat> mm-hmm. And then the other part was that I didn't realize uh, some of the rumors behind uh, behind them that like this is something they they say early on in the episode, in the series is that there was uh, allegations that he was gay and that's one reason he behaved the way he did. And then there's other wow. there's other well like like well those guys are like he's he's in denial about how about his sexuality, so he lashes out and tries to go even harder towards the whole alpha male thing. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. And then the other the other mm-hmm. side of it too is that they're saying that it's uh related to CTE, which is uh, uh the whole concussion thing. Like his brain is so damaged that that's what's causing his uh short temper and erratic behavior. Um mm-hmm. it's it's an interesting documentary, and the part we I saw him finished it. Uh the part we left off is when they 
introduced his lawyer, Jose Baez. And if you don't, if you remember that name, it's the lawyer that represented, um, oh my God, what's that chick's name that she killed? Oh, she's alleged to kill her baby in Florida. Yeah. Casey, Casey Anthony. Anthony. That was her lawyer. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. As soon as, as soon as they said <laughs> the lawyer's name, my girlfriend's mm-hmm. going, that dick. <laughs> 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 I was like, "Who is he?" And she told me, "I'm like, holy crap!" I, like, who knew he had him? Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. If, if you love true crime, love uh, football, this is this is a, a nice documentary series to watch. Yeah, uh, I can't remember the documentary, but um, there's this uh, girl that went missing in Florida, and there's a video clip of her getting kidnapped. But then there's it's so hard to see who it was. They don't know who it is so they couldn't they couldn't find out who it was so for the longest time still to today uh on buses there's her picture on the side uh-huh. and it says have you seen right. me i don't know if you ever heard of anything like that and it's here in florida mm-hmm. uh, um, i see the bus all the time uh running around uh central florida so no that's something i, d- I didn't see um yeah, yeah dude uh, i there's something else i want to point about the aaron hernandez documentary but um, I'll just leave it there. It's, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, it's a, it's a good watch. All right. Mm-hmm. So th- that covers right. it for streaming. Uh, ready to move on to our last segment movies. Yes. <laughs> Let's move on to movies. So excited about it. <laughs> All right. <it's- laughs> I've been watching a lot of like Japanese stuff. So. All right. Yeah. So mm-hmm. the third weekend of 2020 uh we have number one bad boys for life making 73 million uh number two do little making 28.3 million uh number three mm-hmm. 1917 with 26.9 uh number four jumanji the next level 12 and star wars episode 9 with 10 million uh as you can tell bad word for life took over and i'll be watching that tomorrow <laughs> mm, damn it <laughs> i thought you watched already, i so was trying to uh, but <laughs> not screwed that up <laughs> yeah all right so great movie <laughs> uh really liked it uh did your brother see it i haven't talked to him about it i doubt it mm-hmm. because okay. because of, and this is something you're gonna have to get used to having a kid really cramps with your uh movie watching experience <laughs> yeah so i i i know you're will smith guy yeah. uh this movie delivers so much justice to what you always liked about Will Smith. And, uh, you know, you, you probably seen... You, you didn't watch Gemini Man, right? Did you? Uh, no, and I I was going to, but then I started hearing the terrible reviews about the, yeah, the effects. So, yeah. Uh, and then you... Well, you did see Aladdin. Yes. And you, liked, you liked him in Aladdin. He took some getting used to, but the the Will yeah. Smithy j- getting jiggy with it could come out, which that's what won me over. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So... <laughs> That's what you're gonna get in this movie, and I think uh, you're you're gonna love it so much. And I I can't wait until I just hope they're gonna make another one. I, I just hope they make another and, one. Okay, so I'm speaking for somebody that has not seen the movie and just seen the trailer. I feel mm-hmm. like they're trying to hand off the reins to a new group. That could just be my interpretation. It could be wrong, but mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't wait to watch this. And I just want to see Vanessa Hudgens. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, all right, we'll just leave okay. it there. So wait, wait, I, hold on. What, what, what would also, you give Bad Boys for Life? Uh, Bad Boys for Life. Uh, I would give it. Man, I'm gonna give this pretty high. Uh, I'm gonna give it a four point six. Dang, starting 2020 off yeah. with a four point six. All right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, four point six on this one because it's it's good. It's way up yeah. there. We'll talk about okay. it later. All right. So I also got to see another movie, uh, anime to be exact, at the movie theater, and it is called Weathering with You. Uh, now, this is created by uh, Mikado Shinkai. He is known for uh, his previous movie uh, that broke barriers of the most money ever made anime mm-hmm. in a movie theater. And his uh, it, it was his previous movie called... Uh, I think it's something my name... Uh, my sorry. name is... Slim Shady. Uh, <laughs> By the way, Slim Shady released a new album. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Uh, very dark. Very interesting. He's back to his Slim Shady. Uh, it's, it's called, yeah, it's called Your Name. Uh, and it came out in 2016. So it had a really big following. Uh, and a lot of people were really excited that 
uh, Mikado Shinkai was able to have another anime come out. So this one is called Weathering With You. It follows the main character, um, Hodaki, or oh, sorry, Hodaka uh, Morishima. I'm just going to say his first okay. name, Hodaka. So he is a high school student who basically um, runs away from home and lives in Tokyo. And uh, he's doing whatever he can to find a job. And the thing is that when you're uh, um, underage, you don't have a driver's license. You don't have an ID, basically. Mm -hmm. So wherever you go, um, the police may ask you for your ID. And it's a normal thing in in, uh, Japan for that to happen. So if you ever go to Japan, they ask for your ID. Don't hesitate to give them your ID. Because if you don't give their ID, they're going to give you a really hard time. Whether you're a uh, foreigner or not, they can take First you First of all, I can honestly see an American give them a, giving them a hard time. But I'm American. Yeah. You're in Japan. I'm still American. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's something that I learned online. That There was a whole thread on it. So, yeah. Anyways, Ooh. so this kid is a runaway. He lives in Tokyo, and he's basically doing whatever he can to uh, get food. Uh, and he bumps into this guy who uh, who gave him a job mm-hmm. uh, to become a writer. So he's ba- basically paying the kid, letting the kid have a place to live. And he basically assigns the kid to go and find this uh, story um, to interview this girl or find this girl. Uh, where you know the t- the whole entire city of Tokyo has been raining con- continuously for months, mm-hmm. and there is a story out there where this girl, wherever she goes, she brings sunlight to that specific area. So they call her the Sunshine Girl. Uh, so he starts uh, searching for her. He's he's going to like into different places, asking people who this girl is. And then he bumps into this girl named Hina Amano. And, uh, yeah, it just turns out that he found the girl. And uh, it's very interesting to see uh, these two interact with each other because he is skeptical about, you know, this being real. And this girl, all she needs to do is just pray. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, sunshine comes and gives, like, hope to the people. But then the rain starts raining again. So uh, there's a... A lot of uh, crazy stuff that happens. Maybe like uh, we don't really know where she's getting her powers from. So it's kind of interesting to see this type of story because it kind of reminds you of Spirited Away. Uh, yeah. You know, I, I mm-hmm. there's a Studio Ghibli news thing I'll, I'll talk about afterwards. <laughs> I just remembered. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, anyways, uh, it's a great movie. It's it's a it's a love story, but also at the same time, it's uh a very interesting take on how we perceive climate change. Cause I think there's a message in this movie about that. So I wasn't make a joke, but yeah. we'll just get hate. Even if, even if I admit it's a joke, we'll still get hate. <laughs> so yeah. So weathering with you has really high uh, reviews. That's why I went to see it. And uh, plus when I went to see bad boys for life, there's people coming out the theater with this poster. So I was like, Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah. All right. Uh, really quick, I just uh, one thing I forgot to talk about news. Uh, Studio Ghibli has announced that they are doing twenty that twenty one of their movies are going to be available for streaming around the world. Uh, but not well. Here. So Netflix gets the rights for all countries. HBO Max is going to get the rights to stream it at launch spring twenty twenty in the U.S., Canada, and Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean, are VPNs uh, uh, allowed? If you have a Netflix subscription? Yes, yes. So, VPN? <laughs> yes, yes, you can totally VPN that shit, dude. Uh, I've been VPNing uh, Terrace House because... Okay, so the weird thing about Terrace House is uh, they cut it into parts. Mm-hmm. So, uh, every eight episodes, then uh, every eight episodes is a part. Yeah. So, when it when it comes out in Japan, it, it comes out every single okay. week. Uh, and then uh, until those eight episodes are out, then they bring it to the U.S. Oh, so they package them. So yeah, so they package them. So if you want to watch like the 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 next part, then you have to wait until okay. they have all eight episodes. But then I've been VPNing it to watch every single okay. week. So February first, I'll hit you yeah. up uh, <laughs> if, yeah. I, if I have any questions. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, 21 movies. So, I mean, so, I mean, I think the only ones I've really seen are Spirited Away, Kiki's Delivery Service, and I have not seen uh, so My Neighbor, My Neighbor Totoro? Totoro? Totoro. Yeah, I haven't yeah. seen that one. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give you a list of top movies. Is it all 21? Studio Ghibli? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a list for that. Um, I think I would start at the very top and then start going slowly down to the best one. Mm. Or do you want to go with the best I one? Think I'm, I mean, really, they're not all connected, so I, I can just p- jump around. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. I Let me see what I have written here. Uh, they spritted away Princess Mon... Mon- uh, can we say it? Mononoke. Mononoke. Uh, Kiki's Delivery yeah. Service, My Neighbor Totoro, The Tale of Princess Kayo- Ka- Kaguya, and uh, Spirited Away, Arietti? 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 I don't know how to say it. Uh, but yeah, so, I mean, that's just some of the ones that are going to be coming out. So, after you're done watching all that, then we'll plan our Tokyo trip. Tokyo! Or Osaka. Tokyo! Or Japan. Tokyo! Yeah. All right, Anton. Uh, if people want to support us going to Japan, Osaka, uh, how can I do that? <laughs> uh, they can do that by going to our website at www.thetoc.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers, hat, t-shirt, who knows. Um, and it gives us uh, you know, some funding for stuff like this. And also, if there was a link or anything that we talked about on the show, uh, it gives us a little kickback when anything is purchased from Amazon. So... Uh, Yeah, so you can find that link and also our other social media pages at the 2LC on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Click on those links. Give us us a little cut. And also just let us know what you're thinking. What what is your favorite Studio Ghibli uh, movie? Uh, Spirited Away. Not you, the people listening. Oh, Oh, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And also you can send us an email to mail at the 2LC.com. All right, so uh, today's podcast is also brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or any MP3 player. So you talked about two books. They're probably on Audible. Um, I would say Red Moon. Because Red, Red Moon, Moon seems very dense, uh, so I'd mm-hmm. recommend that one. And, and it's Kim Stanley Robinson. I was mixing up his middle name and mm-hmm. last name and first name. Okay, so I can finally either read or listen to the Ahsoka book. Oh, I, I, yeah, I wanted to go through all of this before I, I, I get to that book. You'll like it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and I. I should have said it earlier. Ahsoka is my favorite Jedi. I mean, is she really Jedi? Jedi trained, but didn't she didn't really get out of the Padawan stage. <laughs> uh, a rogue Jedi. Okay, fine. Mm-hmm. I'll go with that one. Okay. All right, Anton. Uh, is that it? Are we forget anything? I think that's it. All right. Uh, thank everybody for listening. For the 2OC, I'm Alan Flores. And I'm Anton Duan. Peace out, guys. To the Oscars.